1: as a yogi, or just really anyone that does yoga, you learn to breathe through this sense of discomfort, right? We do a lot of poses that are not comfortable. And we say, this is temporary, we have to sit with where we are right now. We don't know how long it's going to be. But can we come back to the breath?
0: Thanks for listening to We're Momming today. Leave me a review on Apple podcast or podchaser.com slash momming. It's the place where any podcast listener can leave a star rating and review no matter where you listen to podcasts. We're momming today with Rachel Vasek, mom of three and owner of Flow Yoga Studios. Rachel got hit with a double whammy. Her small business had to close its doors because of the coronavirus. It's a yoga studio. And she also had to start homeschooling three girls. Ouch. Rachel, good morning.
1: (laughs) Hi, Lauren. Thanks so much for having me.
0: I should say good afternoon. It's all, you know, bleeding together these days. (laughs) Um we're yes, ju- we're is, delirious well, I would say it is because I just said your yoga studio had to close down, but actually you've been busier than ever because you didn't really close down even though you closed your doors,
1: yes, so we made the decision to close our doors to promote social distancing, um but we knew I really felt people really still need yoga, right? actually, they probably need yoga more now than. Ever before, I think we all do with all of this added stress and anxiety and with our kids home, right? So I decided to kind of work nonstop to figure out how we could launch an online platform. I looked at a bunch of streaming companies, found one that fit, and then decided to just go for it and got my instructors together. We've got some awesome teachers, and we launched an online streaming yoga studio essentially. So we stream from our homes or from the studio and I have to say I've been telling my friends I've been working maybe like 3 to 4 times as many hours as I used to. <laughs> it feels like and my kids are at home and balancing my husband who's in finance usually commutes to this city but now he's been home full time too. So it's it's a lot of people. It's a lot of chaos but it, it's been it's been good. But it's pretty
0: amazing. I mean how quickly did you get this this streaming component up and running?
1: So I had a feeling that this was coming. I mean, we all kind of felt it mm-hmm. I think at the end of last week. So we, you know, on Saturday I started researching how we could do this and testing out different platforms. We closed our doors on Sunday and then our first class was Monday morning. I knew we needed wow. to be quick to this because um, you know, people need yoga. I wanted to keep the community together wow. and that was really important. So we did launch it very, very quickly. If
0: you go on Instagram or any social media, you see all of these businesses, uh, conducting business, whether it's free or not, in some sort of virtual platform, because there's such a need out there to connect with people, even though we physically can't do it now. And I, I think yoga is probably one of the best ways to do that. Um, I miss my yoga classes, though. I've been working like crazy. I haven't been able to even practice on my own or to take a virtual class because I keep missing the times that they're, they're being offered. But I, I, I really want to check it out. When's the next one?
1: So we've got one at 5 p.m. tonight, if you want to hop on. Um, I'm also looking as a next step to offering some taped classes online for people who can't make the times. Oh, please. (laughs) Yeah, this is so important, right? Um, We just all need to unplug. But what we're getting feedback on about the virtual live classes. Yeah, and give us
0: the website because there's people who don't. I mean, your studios are in New Jersey, but you yeah. can, and you have some amazing teachers. They Anybody anywhere can take these classes, which is something you didn't have before this.
1: Right. So it's www.flowyoganj.com. And you'll see all the information there. Um, I was just going to say with this live streaming, you were talking about feeling kind of isolated. I think we're getting just tons of feedback about the fact that We can sign in online and see the other students. It's just this way to connect with other adults, especially for moms that are at home homeschooling and not getting that interaction. So that's been a huge positive. How are your girls taking everything? So they're all so different. Uh, My fourth grader has been really responsible. She wakes up in the morning, signs on, checks herself into her homeschool. I. I have been a little bit hands off with her because work's been so busy and she's been just totally on top of it. Um, But she, you know, the kids are taking it hard. And then my second grader is a little bit more distracted. So I have to be more involved, which means I have to forgive myself a little bit when I don't have enough time to finish all her assignments with her by, you know, 1231 o'clock. We have to set up time in the afternoon for that, you know, so I think it's hard being a mom right now.
0: Before we get to your third daughter. Um, Yeah. Well, no, my kids are are younger, so we're not really doing homework at home. Um, Mm -hmm. But so is it like a half day of school? How is I know it's different for every district, every school, but for the most part, how is this working?
1: So I'm in Ridgewood, New Jersey. For us, it's a half day of school. It's 830 to 1230 roughly. But you do have the flexibility to do things when you need to. And I think something that the schools are doing that's great is really giving you that flexibility and saying, okay, here's what we recommend. Here's our schedule in case this works for you. But if not, we get that we're all in survival mode right now. I mean we're doing the best we can. So there is though, a schedule, which is kind of nice for especially for a fourth grader. Um, she logs in and it, she gets a message from her teacher at 8:30. She knows where she's supposed to go. She has different classrooms that are virtual that she'll go to for her different subjects and submit things online. So it's pretty cool. Actually, I was really impressed. They also have video chatting. So it means we all have to kiss our privacy. Goodbye. (laughs) But they are able to video chat with their friends, which is nice because it gives them that sense of connectivity that they're longing for without the playdates and the activities.
0: Do you feel like your girls are just like hungry all day long? It's like, okay, you eat in school this many, what, three times a day, maybe I don't even know. And then it's like a constant snack at home. All my friends are complaining that all they're doing is giving their kids snacks and they're going crazy. They're like, bring your school stomach when you're at home.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, totally. And the other thing is we all just spent the last few weeks stocking up, right? So I have so much food in my house and I'm a snacker. So we just, I overloaded the house with snacks. So yes, they feel like they can just help themselves. I, I often see my second grader can't reach the top shelf of the pantry. So, and she always forgets to close the pantry. So I come downstairs and it's always pantry doors open. There's a chair pulled up and I know she's been in there getting something from the top shelf. So yeah. And, and how
0: old is your, your youngest?
1: The little one is two. Okay. So she's, you know, business as usual. She I just know my little, a little guys firecracker too. Firecracker to life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. I see I wonder and I really fear what this does to our kids. Like we're I had this experience the other day. Um well, two totally different experiences in in 1 hour. Um we were just outside taking a walk and one family that we ran into was friendly but really made it clear that they didn't want to be even within 10 feet of us. So we just went on our way and went on with our walk. And then the same thing happened with another family, and they were getting really close. I was so uncomfortable, but I didn't want to make my kids panic or have anxiety because, you know, all they hear is coronavirus, and because of the virus, they can't do this. And it's totally disrupted their lives, and my my daughter's too young to really even understand it. All she knows is her life has been disrupted. She can't go to school. She loves school. She can't see her friends. And mm-hmm. and the way I pulled her out of this situation because I was so uncomfortable, just it, it made me feel awful. I mean, she was hysterically crying. And I just yeah. I just wonder how they process all of this. And you know, you're a yogi and I do yoga and you can come to your mat and you can work through this stuff because the types of adults that we are, I just don't know how kids are processing this.
1: I mean, I totally agree. I th- I talked about my fourth grader being so organized and responsible before um but she actually had a, a awful nightmare last night and ran into my room crying which is very unusual for her and she said I dreamt that one day I was in this world with all my friends and the next day I woke up and everyone was gone except me and it really shocked me but I think sometimes they process these things they all do it in different ways but sometimes it's at night you know they they're having dreams that maybe We don't realize. So that was a shock to me as well. Um, I think for me, getting them outside is huge because they need that fresh air and that just time to run around and forget everything else and just be a kid. So I'm trying to be, have that time, be playful with them in the evenings when I can and just spend that time outside.
0: Hold that thought. More momming right after this.
2: Okay,
0: we're back with We're Momming Today and Rachel Vasek. Um, and we were just saying how our kids are reacting to all of this. And, and it, it's tough. Um, I have a great nanny, and she's been, you know, staying with us. And she sent me all these videos of the virtual tri- – we were supposed to go to Miami, and obviously we're not going. And she sent me videos of their virtual trip to Miami today. And they got dressed oh. up. Yeah, they got dressed up for the beach, and they set up a little beach and a picnic. And it, it was great. And, you know, they were swimming in the water. And then I honestly like almost started to cry because I said, wow. I mean this – I think she – it was my idea actually. I think it's great like take a virtual field trip. But I just got so sad because it's like, wow. I, like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's real for so – we don't know like how long this is going to last and we're just trying – like you're trying to keep your business open. And it seems like it's working, but there's so many people who won't be able to keep their businesses open. And, you know, maybe we go more old school and eventually we put down the technology that's saving us right now. And when we can truly interact with other people, we'll appreciate it more, you know, and put your phone away when you're at the dinner table.
1: I'm hoping so. I'm wondering how this is going to impact the time after. But I think when you just mentioned that we don't know the end, for me, I think that creates a lot of the anxiety for adults and kids right we can't say okay this is how it's going to be until this date you know i can get through until this date there's almost like a countdown sort of mentality but we don't have that so we have to all learn to be comfortable sitting in the uncertainty sitting in the discomfort which is where yoga has been
0: just Yeah talk about that pulled. talk about that more
1: Yeah i think as a as a yogi or just really anyone that does yoga you learn to breathe through this sense of discomfort, right? We do a lot of poses that are not comfortable. And we say, this is temporary. We have to sit with where we are right now. We don't know how long it's going to be. Get, but can we come back to the breath, right? This is where it's hard as a parent to meditate or to, to find that time to do yoga. But it you realize now more than ever, I think, that it's critical. We can't survive without being able to take some time out to breathe, to sit with whatever we're feeling and kind of accept it.
0: I'm going to need your help as a yoga teacher right now because I'm going to try something. Um, I believe it's the first sutra of Pantanjali, Ahimsa, do no mm-hmm. harm, right? Yeah. I, do, do I have that right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. And it, what do no harm means to me is proceed with not easiness or just steadiness, steadiness, and, and comfort in a way. So to do no harm, it, it doesn't mean you're going to like what you're doing or that it's going to be easy. It's just kind of being present. It's it's where you're at. You have to make the most of it, which is exactly yeah. the situation right now.
1: And, and, I and do no harm
0: because you can't go outside or outside with other people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Right. We have to be a little kinder to our environment. But we also have to – Ahimsa also really applies to yourself too, right? We have to be kind to ourselves and realize – that we're not going to be perfect all the time. I sometimes refer to myself as a recovering perfectionist. I like everything <laughs> to be the right way uh, for myself and also for my kids. But I need to let that go. Right? And that's part of it, right? We can't beat ourselves up about things because we're all really doing our best. So that's part of, you know, that non-harming. We, we can't be mean to ourselves either.
0: What are your other mom friends and, and students and teachers? What are they saying
1: right now? I think everyone is still a little bit in shock. I had a friend reach out this morning and say, "I'm not really that excited for this weekend because you know, we've we don't have homeschool anymore, so there's not even those activities for the kids to be occupied with and we can't set up any activities outside of the house. You know, we can't go anywhere." So it is a very unsettling sort of situation. I think everyone's dealing with it differently. Some of my other friends are really happy that they're able to spend a little bit more time savoring things they love, like cooking. You know, we don't often have time to cook for our families and and have them be part of it and really make it an hour, two hour long process. And now they feel like, you know what, we're home. Let's make this a, a bigger activity that we can all participate in. So I think there's a lot of room for creativity, but it's also really hard, right? It's really hard.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, but we'll be fine. I, I, yes. Maybe um, in my head, I'm saying, okay, maybe eight weeks, and then life can sort of go back to normal. And maybe no our kids go back to school this year. Maybe they start again <laughs> in, you know, August, September. Um, but eventually, whatever the new normal is, we will find it.
1: Yes, we will find it. We will embrace it. It will be amazing. And I think You know, we all agree that whatever this is that we're going through now, we will come out of it stronger on the other side. And we've already learned so many lessons about, I think, gratitude for what we have, gratitude for maybe the things that we're going to have once we get back to a situation where we can be physically together again. So I've
0: um, um, every time I say the word social distancing, I also say the word social kindness, because I Mm -hmm. think you need an aspect of kindness in in these situations and things were so polarized, no matter whether it was politics or or anything, we, we were getting polarized as a nation. Maybe this stops that something drastic.
1: <laughs> Certainly. And it is, you know, forcing us into a situation where we get to be the family unit really becomes the center of everything again. I think yeah. a lot of us were kind of craving that that yeah. permission to just be with your family. Mom's all the time, home, you
0: know? dad's home. Kids are home. Let's do something.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly.
0: Um, Rachel, so good to catch up with you. You too. Thank you for offering your um, classes and your kind words to all of us. And um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to check out that five o'clock class. We'll see. Awesome. I can't, I can't promise. It's been, it's been rough because I'm actually one of those people who is still, you know, business as usual going into the office. Which I'm I'm grateful to have, because um, so many people can't. So that part of my life is actually a little bit busier. But still, you know, going into an empty city into a somewhat empty office has its own stresses. You know, and then it's eerie, right? It's eerie. It's eerie. And then worrying about you know your kids at home, even though you know they're they're physically fine. You're just oh, you know, how are they mentally? Right.
1: Well, they're getting strong, right? <laughs> they're all getting strong. They're taking fun virtual field trips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're going to Miami. Where will we go tomorrow? I do not know. It'll be good, though. All right. Have a great day, Rachel.
1: You too. Take care. Bye.